Hey cutie, do you remember what day it is? What? You don't remember? How dare you forget? What? It's our anniversary. Yeah! It's okay though, I forgive you. And to prove that, I'll be giving you, no not you, or well, could be you, a chance to win something that's so soft, so cute, so irresistible, and so banana cute. What? We call it banana cute. <laughs> to win this limited edition banana cute plushie, head to our Instagram at banana cute podcast to find out the mechanics. Will they need to spend anything in order to join? No, it's absolutely free. Not like the banana cute from the Sukin Tindahan. So, cutie, what are you waiting for? Join now! Wait, wait, wait. You need to listen to the podcast episode first. Damn it, D. Oops. I know we should have done this at the end of the podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the anniversary episode of Banana Cube Podcast. We're happy to reach this milestone because there's something called pod fade. It's the reason many podcasters don't get past their seventh episode without experiencing a decrease in motivation. So podcast fading, pod fade. Ooh, it's a portmanteau. <laughs> yes, it's a portmanteau. <laughs> so Urban Dictionary defines pod fade as podcast suddenly stops releasing new content without a final show or an announcement. So all of a sudden, they just stopped producing an episode. Thousands of new podcasts came on the scene just last week alone. That's a lot of podcasts, right? Yeah, that is a lot. And although the podcast movement is gaining a lot of traction, there is still a large percentage of podcasters who stopped their show early on. In 2019, there's some statistics here. Roughly 27,000 podcasts stopped releasing new episodes. According to a 2018 statistic, Amplify Media, Blueberry CEO Todd Cochrane says 75% of podcasts are no longer in production. Whoa, that's a lot of podcasts. 75%, that means one in four is the only one that's surviving. Everybody else is just fading away. Yeah, but I think that is true, right? Because last year when we started our podcast, there were a few other podcasters that we met and some of them are not around anymore i mean they're around but their their podcasts are not around just to clarify it's not like they were thanos away or something <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse than thanos right because it's like three oh yeah that is true <laughs> of the population is gone yeah that is like a lot so actually we are indeed very lucky that we are still around and as of today we are happy to report that we have 18,122 downloads! Yay! By the way, just to clarify, there's some confusion on what downloads mean. It's because we, I've gotten some questions. Whenever I posted our number of downloads on Instagram, they would say, oh, but I don't download your podcast. Does that mean I'm not counted? What downloads means in this context actually means all the streams or plays as well. We would like to thank you so much, cuties, for listening to us. And it is thanks to you that we haven't pod-faded after seven episodes. Even though Thanos has snapped his fingers twice, <laughs> once 50%, another one to remove the other 25%. Yeah. We, we're <laughs> lucky to remain. Did you know that this podcast isn't the first creative collaboration that Ray and I had? Really? Do you remember? What was our first three? Even you forgot. I forgot. Wait, what? <laughs> What was our first <laughs> collaboration, D? It was Monday Blogs Singapore. Remember? 
I remember. Yeah, so, I remember. so yeah, it was a few years ago. The two of us, we randomly came up with an idea of writing a fictional blog about Maria Bianca S. <laughs> so she is a Filipina who moved to Singapore and her initials were MBS. And so was the title of every blog episode that we had. So the ones that got published, which eventually we stopped doing, was My Big Step, Malaysian, British, Singaporean, Mercedes Benz Shuttle, Back to 17, Moved to a Big Suite, MacBook Bags and Sales, and My Best Friend Skype. It was actually a fun read when we were publishing it. We didn't say that it was fictional, I think. Like, we would just publish mm. it and say, hey, this is really good, something like that. And people thought she was a real person. Yeah, in fact, my friends were like asking, hey, where's Maria now? I was <laughs> like, who? It's like who? who's Maria? <laughs> Maria Bianca, you know? <laughs> oh. Yeah, because uh, my friends also like thought she's really relatable. I like the way she writes, but actually she's fake. Oh, that was a good piece of memory. Thank you for reminding me, D. It's still there. And if you are curious and you want to read that, we're going to link that in the notes. So let's move on to why did we start? Let's start from the very beginning. A very good place to start. What song is that? You don't know this? No. When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Do, Re, Mi. The first three notes just happen to be D, Re, Mi. Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti. Do, a deer, a female ah, deer. The sound of music. <laughs> yes. That part I know. <laughs> so you really are a chorus guy. <laughs> yes. But there was something missing in the song. The line was like, when you begin to read, you start with ABC, and then when you sing, you start with Do, Re, Mi. But what about counting? You start with one, two, three. Yeah, you're that right. That would have been better. Yeah. And it rhymes as well, ABC, Do, Re, Mi. One, two, three, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity as well. But speaking of one, two, three, we are going to be listing top three episodes of different categories. But before we get there, as I said, the beginning. The podcast was your idea, Ray, so why don't you talk about that? We were in the midst of pandemic and obviously we got nothing else to do. We can't travel. So I was looking for potentially a hobby that would occupy my time. And so I contacted four other friends. So D was there and three other people. I forgot, was it on a Zoom call? Yeah, it was a Zoom call. Yeah, we met on a weekend to pitch my idea of a podcast. And initially, it was a collaboration amongst the five of us because I realized that there's a lot of efforts that needs to be done. <laughs> there's a lot of investment when it comes to time, equipment as well that is required for us to start a podcast. And then along the way, five became just the two of us. <laughs> yes. I think we just had a couple of Zoom calls probably. And then I think the rest started ghosting you. I think one of them actually had the decency to be upfront and say that I'm really sorry, I don't think... I can do this, which is good, right? That's a problem with Filipinos. Sometimes we are not upfront to the point that we just ghost people instead of just saying... We, we pod feed. <laughs> yeah, we pod feed, yes. Instead of just <laughs> saying upfront, not just for this, but events, dinner, weddings, events. I really like those two initial calls that we had because it gave us a lot of ideas towards the direction of this podcast. We even already collaborated on the theme question yeah yeah it, it helped us boost our initial progress 
into building the podcast but ultimately we end up doing it just the two of us i think we even recorded our first episode thinking that there would be more of us you thought that you would be the main host and then you would be partnering with one of us on each time that is why if the listeners listen to the first episode you introduced me lengthily and i never did that for you yeah. because you were supposed to be the main host <laughs> You produced that episode and then showed it to them. Hey, here's the first episode. And then, okay, crickets. Nobody's responding. <laughs> Humbleweed. And then you told me, you know what? I think it's probably just going to be us two. And I said, I- it's fine. I don't mind. And we decided to go on and record all the other episode ideas that we had. It worked because honestly, as you will find out later on when we discuss the workflow of a podcast, you will find out that you cannot have a podcast with people who do not have the time mm. or you're not really 100% into it because it really takes a lot of work. It's not just about talking. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons as well that we did not go for a vlog. So a more popular media is vlogging, wherein video would be involved. And considering you know the amount of effort required to edit and produce an audio format, multiply that by 10. That will be the video format, right? Exactly. It's a lot more tasking, editing videos. You need a better computer for one. A lot of people were asking, hey, how come you're doing it in an audio format, not in a video format, where a lot more popular people are doing it via YouTube and all that. And yeah, it just makes sense. Like, we don't have that time yes. and the capability, I would say. Like, video editing also takes skill. I did try to have a vlog before with our friend Mildred. We had that DND Diaries. That's where I realized just how tiring it is. It's a lot more difficult to do than a podcast. Yeah, and if it's a conversation like the two of us, we better have good internet connection. Otherwise, we won't look as pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. There's that. And also, speaking of pretty, the good thing about podcasts is you don't even need to worry about how you look. Right? Like, we did this during pandemic. Right. We were working from home. Sometimes I'm the whole day I'm in my pajamas and I didn't even hit the shower or something. If it's a vlog, then I actually have to put in effort to dressing up, maybe putting on makeup because ladies have to do that. Or combing my hair. Yeah, I, I hate combing my hair. So <laughs> you don't have any hair. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the reason why we didn't go with a vlog. Even though, according to my friend, Videogenic naman. Videogenic? I, I don't think I've heard of that before. But yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Another question I would say that a lot of people have been asking is, why is our name Banana Q? Oh, yes. So we actually answered this in episode 10. Mm, yes. We'll name your kid COVID Bryant affect his future, right? <laughs> the episode was about names. Once we had figured out that we wanted to make a podcast about Filipino culture, we wanted a Filipino-sounding name. Ray's wife, Monica, she thought of the name Banana Catch-Up. It's a play on Banana Ketchup, which actually is a really cute name. But unfortunately, it's so cute that there was already an existing podcast with that name. Yeah. But they've pod faded, so it's like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you please release that name to us? <laughs> because when we went back to the drawing board, I was thinking, okay, if you're going to be answering questions, maybe you should have questions in the name or like the letter Q or something. And then I thought, hey, Banana Ketchup, how about Banana Q? And that is how the name Banana Q was born. And then after the name, when we decided Banana Q, we tried to think of how we can design our logo because the logo will be in every episode that we will publish right so it's 
quite important to have a witty logo that goes with our clever name. So I searched all over the internet about Banana Q. And bananas. <laughs> Remember, you made a lot of logos? Yeah, on... at first it was bananas. <laughs> but I was like, no, but we are not bananas. We are Banana Q. And it's quite different. I scoured all over the internet. There wasn't anything that we can use. So most of the photos we have to pay. Instead of paying for a photo, I thought, why don't we just commission somebody to draw to graphically design for us a logo, right? And that's where we found an artist via Fiverr.com. So Fiverr.com is an absolutely amazing place for you to meet skillful artists at a very decent price. I found a girl who was willing to graphically design for us our logo for just $5. Yeah, that's why it's called Fiverr, right? Because the prices start at $5. Fiverr, it's just a Fiverr. And if you see our logo right now, that's a product of an artist uh, from Fiverr.com. Before we move on to our other how-tos, let's talk about our top trees. Yeah, so let's take a look at the stats. One year have passed and you've mentioned we have 18,122 downloads. First, let's take a look at the most downloaded episodes. But the thing is, it's a little bit skewed towards the older episodes. Obviously, the longer the episode has been published, the more people had a chance of downloading the episode. And our number one episode is our episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the confused Visaya get slapped in Manila? And it's been downloaded 886 times. Wow. The next to that is our trailer, but I don't really consider the trailer as an episode. The second one is episode four. Is the OFW life worth it? It's one of my favorite episodes as well. And the third one is... Why do Filipinos celebrate Christmas in September? So that's episode three. It's because those are the earliest episodes. So it's not really a good gauge. But unfortunately, I don't think there's a way for us to know what is the true popular one, right? Unless the statistics that's stored in our podcast host would measure the downloads during the first 30 days of publish, that would have been a better measure, right? Because we're now using a standard yardstick to measure every episode. Unfortunately, our host does not have that information. So no matter how skillful we are with Excel, if the data is not there, we really can't generate that information. But I think a better statistic that we can look at is where are our listeners from? So the top three countries that have downloaded the most of our episodes is the number one. Can you guess? I think I'm supposed to know this. I do have access to our dashboard. (laughs) But I think people would guess Philippines, right? Yeah. Because it's a Filipino podcast. That's what I thought as well. I thought it was the Philippines. But in fact, the number one country is the United States of America with 5,100 downloads. And behind the US, shy of only 300 downloads is Philippines. Oh, okay. The third one is... Japan and the spread is quite large. It's like 3,000 downloads. I also wanted to take a look at within the US, within our top country, which states have downloaded the most of our episodes. And the number one is California. California girls. California is number one with a very huge lead. Second is New York. New York, New York. The third one is Florida. Okay, I don't know if there's a Florida song. I only know one friend who's in California, so I'm really wondering who are the other 1,099? It's because podcasts are most popular in the United States. And also, there are a lot of Filipinos in the U.S. But you mentioned that. You're right. 
in the Philippines, I think people still prefer video content over audio. And that's why when I was talking to my friends, they were like, what's a podcast? Yes. I have a few friends who said like, oh, this is the first time I've listened to a podcast. And they were asking me, how do I subscribe? Like they have no idea how to do all this. Yeah, podcasts are used to be not that popular in the Philippines. I think there is some traction now. The pandemic also helped the popularity of podcasts because a lot of artists no longer have shows, TV shows. And what they did is this, they created a podcast and then all their followers are just listening to their podcast. And that's how there's a lot more people listening to podcasts right now. And the last statistic that I, I want to share is which devices or what platforms do our listeners use to listen to our podcast episodes? And number one is comprising of 44.6% of our downloads is coming from Spotify. And that's not surprising because Spotify is really where the first company to kind of invest really huge amount of capital towards podcasting. The first company to have exclusive content. Then the second one is Apple Podcast with a very huge margin. So Apple is just 16.5%. The third one is Google Chrome for some reason. People using their browsers to listen to us. I imagine it's pandemic. They probably have it on while they're working. But you personally, where do you listen to podcasts? I use Spotify. For me, I use Pocket Casts. So now it's my turn to share top trees. And for that, I would like to share the most commented on episodes that we had. Now, the thing is that another issue with podcasts is that it's not like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, wherein there is a comment section directly in front of you as you're consuming the content. Mm. This one, there is no way to do that unless it's through social media. So for this one, I looked at Instagram. The top three is episode 50, what toxic comments should Filipinos stop making? Episode 48, why do most Cebuanos hate to speak in Tagalog? That's where all the Bisaya people came out in full force. And episode 33 is, why are Filipinos afraid to speak in English? So I think the episodes that people like to comment on are the ones where they find it very relatable and they want to say, oh yes, somebody called me fat. But now let's move to the, another one, which is the top three favorites by the listeners. So for this, I did a survey monkey, but it was like very last minute. So there were just few people who answered, like 11 people to be specific. But anyway, still better than nothing, right? So the third, like a, a tie, <laughs> those are a lot of like answers with one. So I would say that's, are your 30s better than your 20s? Why are there no serial killers in the Philippines? And then why do most Cebuanos hate to speak in Tagalog? And then the top two is what do 90s Filipino kids remember? Which is not surprising because people are into nostalgia. Can relate a lot, yeah. And the top one, can you guess which one? Jollibee? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed it right. I guessed it right. <laughs> There is no episode without the mention of Jollibee. <laughs> yes, it is the Jollibee episode. I was actually surprised. I thought that 90s would be higher up, but well, it's not just because people love Jollibee, like you. I think it's because they like the way we edited the podcast. That was the most time-consuming episode, <laughs> but I would say it was very fulfilling as well. I think Ray's idea for that episode was just simple and straightforward. He just said, I'm going to interview my friends. And then he went and interviewed his friends. And then when he came back and sent me the files, I said, I don't want to just play this one after the other because 
that's not exciting. And then I chopped it up and then insert a story. And even the people you interviewed, they all say that, oh, I love the way you edited the podcast. That's one way to make an interesting podcast that people would love. Don't go with the usual and the easy way. You invest in a little bit more time and you will stand out from the rest. And speaking of that, what is actually your top favorite? Maybe just one, not top three. It would have been the Jollibee, but since it's already the <laughs> listener favorite, it's the music episode. Episode 55. What is your favorite song? I, I love that episode a lot. How about you? What was What's your favorite song? Oh, well, not your favorite song. <laughs> favorite episode. <laughs> you answered me that question during oh, yeah. our episode. Yeah, so. if you want to know the answer to that, just listen to last week's episode, guys. So for me, I think it's probably episode 22. How did Filipino Chinese tycoons build their empires? I think the reason why I like it is because it's creative. It's not like our usual podcast. Yeah, and the acting was tough. Like I don't, <laughs> I can't act at all. Actually, some of her friends were laughing because it sounded funny when they were acting. What was the line that? No, Papa. <laughs> no, Papa. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we are not actors, so I I guess that's not our forte. But I did really enjoy writing that story, putting together the story, not writing it completely, but making the flow. For example, for for my part, I was the one in charge of Henry C's story, right? So at the beginning, it was mentioned that his name meant success, right? So I tied it up in the end also, right? So that's a creative way of doing things. And actually, like maybe two or three friends said that while they were listening to that story, they cried or got teary-eyed. And I really loved how you inserted the music, though. That was beautifully done. Which one? The music in that episode, the whole thing. (laughs) Putting on the music is very time-consuming as well because we don't have a lot of resources, right? A lot of people would subscribe to a paid model wherein you have millions, if not tens of millions of songs and sound effects within your reach. But for us... We have very limited yeah. <laughs> resources. We're only able to use the free sounds that are available online. So it's quite tough, but glad that we're able to make it happen <laughs> with what we have. And we would like to thank Mixkit. Yes, Mixkit.co. You guys are awesome. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> because really, music makes or break my story. Let's talk about our workflow. Yes. The first part is brainstorming. For this, we use Zoom or Zencaster to do a video call. And then Google Sheets as our virtual whiteboard. In it, we list topic ideas, including ones that we get from you, our listeners. And then we plot them on a calendar. Another frequently asked question we get is, is your episode scripted? And to answer that, it is partly. So usually a few days before a record, we discuss the flow of our episodes. We realized that we needed to make an outline because... The first few episodes that we didn't have one, we ended up talking for three hours and we had no idea where we were going. It was like, you know, you just randomly jumped on a jeepney. You want to go to Divisoria, but somehow you ended up all over Metro Manila. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. In fact, the Christmas and our OFW origin episode, they were both originally more than one episode each. That's right. (laughs) It was that long. So for our outline, the first part that we work on is what we call the cold open. This is the practice of having a teaser at the beginning of the show before the title sequence or opening credits. But our style, you will notice, is not like that of typical podcasts where usually they just play a soundbite from the body of the podcast. But 
For us, we usually have a standalone short skit, and that's something we adapted from one of our fave sitcoms. Dun, 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 dun. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Exactly. <laughs> Nine-Nine. <laughs> yeah. After the cold open, we list down all the things we want to cover for the topic, rearrange them into a cohesive flow, and then we assign who will be in charge of talking about what. And then since we have a cold open, we also have to have a hot close. Yes. opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the conclusion where we discuss our takeaways and, you know, wrap things up. So after we have assigned the parts, we then each go and do our own research and write-ups on our assigned stuff. And then we come back to record on another day. So we mentioned that it's partly scripted, right? The ones that we do write down. But then we don't know everything that the other one will say. So usually the reactions are unscripted. And also the rabbit hole conversations that come out of it. <laughs> After the brainstorming, obviously, is the recording. So we would set a day in a week where we would record. So typically, it happens on a Tuesday and we brainstorm that Thursday prior. So we have like the weekend to gather our thoughts. So once a week, we would do the recording. And recording requires us to invest in a little bit of equipment. So number one, we need to have a good microphone. So I know a lot of people, you know, if you search online, what is the best microphone for podcasting? They would say, uh, just use whatever you have. Partly that is true because, you know, you can record a podcast using those microphones. But for us, if we want to have an appealing conversation, we want it to sound good for our listeners. We have to have a decent microphone and the ideal microphone would be a dynamic microphone so that it can filter out a lot of the noise that's happening. If you have a, an air conditioning system blowing at you or an electric fan, a dynamic microphone would help you isolate those noises out of the recording. Aside from the microphone, we also need headphones because if you have a speaker <laughs> blasting away your conversation, the sound from the speakers would be picked up by your microphone and that would distort a lot of the audio. You would hear like a clap it's quite annoying. Yeah, that's why when we interview people, we want them to use headphones usually because the quality of their voice would then be a lot better. Before you move on, what is a good microphone then? What is the microphone that you use? Maybe beginners would want to know. I would say I could recommend two microphones. One is a Samsung Q2U, and that's what we're using. The reason why we like that is it has the flexibility of connecting it via USB. So if you have a laptop, you can directly connect it via USB. And it also has the option of connecting it via XLR. So if you're wondering what is XLR, so if you can imagine if you're singing karaoke using a wired microphone, so that wire that's <laughs> used to connect to the karaoke machine, that's an XLR cable. So it has those flexibility and it's cheap. It's like less than $100. So Samsung Q2U is definitely one of our go-to microphones. And the second one that I want to recommend is the Shure SM58. I don't know if I got that model right, but it's the tested microphone. So you have one of those as well? Yeah, yeah, I have one of those. So when I invited a few of my colleagues to do a podcast episode, I kind of bought one for the guest as well to use. If you have in-house guests that you want to record with, then yeah, having two separate microphones is a must. And the last equipment I would say that we need to invest on is a podcast recorder. And that's the Zoom PodTrack P4. And that's the equipment that we are using. And I like it because 
it's safe and secure. So it's not dependent on the internet connection. It actually is recording your voice as you're speaking along with other bells and whistles. Okay, when we started our podcast, our very first episode, my voice sounds really lousy because I was just using the laptop. So you could really tell as you progress, Ray's from the very beginning sounded really good because he already had that set up, right? The beef. From the very yes. beginning, he had that. And I didn't. After that, I bought a microphone, which was a, like a $20 one, which is quite better than the laptop mic, but it's still not that good. Eventually, I decided, you know what? I should just buy the <laughs> Samsung Q2U, <laughs> and then I bought it. And then eventually, I bought the PodTrack after that. And it really does improve the quality of your voice. Like It makes your voice sound more modulated. You're able to isolate the noise. So essentially, it's, it's a lot better experience, not just for us, but also for our listeners. Yeah, definitely for the listeners. So during recording, what happens? <laughs> Obviously, we record. <laughs> Obviously, we record. <laughs> we, we turn on the mics, we turn on the cameras, and we record. Yes, okay. So we still use the Zencaster, which is a free while... The pandemic is going on, but it's a lot better than Zoom. So if there are podcasters out there, you can use Zencaster.com if you're recording a guest. I think that is a better way of recording them rather than Zoom. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we record and we each record our own voices individually. So maybe people don't know. You think that, you know, we talk and then there's just one recording. We could do that, but that's not really ideal. And we want to isolate the latency as well with internet connection. So to avoid that, it's really safe to have separate local recordings. And then we just sync it up later on when we are editing, which is our next phase of our workflow. So after we record, as we mentioned, we saved our own voices. So Ray sends his voice to me. Why does it sound like your Little Mermaid sending your voice to Ursula? He saves his WAV file on Dropbox. We need individual voices because it makes it easier to edit. For example, if you both talk and overlap with each other, then it's easy to either silence one person or sometimes I spread out what we said so that we could each both be heard clearly. Maybe we both said something at the same time. Because of that, you cannot hear anything. So you need to <laughs> spread it out. Yeah, so that's the next part, the first round of editing. So that's usually me because Ray realized early on that I was more ruthless in editing than he was. Yes, that's right. So remember the Christmas and the OFW episodes I mentioned earlier? They were multiple episodes because Ray kept too many things in because he felt that they were still good, which maybe they were, but I thought the episodes would do fine without them. So I hacked them all out <laughs> and we made it just to one episode. And then aside from taking out words that I deem unworthy, I also take out as much dead air and filler words as I can. And I do this using a free app called Audacity. But lately, I have been testing this app called Reaper. I find it's a lot easier to use, but it's not free. But, you know, I'm thinking about it. Maybe I might bite the bullet. It takes hours to edit because usually I'm not content with just a once over. Sometimes I get very <laughs> nitpicky. But the reason why I do this is because I will read an article on NPR. It says, The sixth eminently disprovable rule for roundtable podcasting is edit. Edit ruthlessly. I mean, with no discernible ruth at all. None. This is the single most important rule of all. Look, no hyperbole or anything, but it's the one true answer to everything. I know, I know, I've hectored you about how roundtable discussions need to feel loose and shaggy. 
natural, not polished. But that's just it. They need to feel loose and shaggy, not be. Feel. And that means editing. That means cutting digressions, dead ends, jokes that don't land, and, if you're willing, the ums and ahs and lip smacks. It means listening back with your oral scalpel, slicing away any dead conversational tissue. When in doubt, take it out. It's not dishonest. It's not disingenuous. It's not slick. It's a vital service to us, your listeners. It's a way of centering your discussion, a vital opportunity for you to identify and clearly delineate what makes your podcast uniquely its own. End of quote. I like that. That is a very beautiful article, right? Isn't it? When I read this, I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We're not pretending that we are better than we actually are, but we want to make it easy for the listeners to listen to us because why would I want to listen to a podcast that is over an hour long and there's like a lot of things in there that are not really pleasant to listen to? And it comes natural to us because we are also podcast listeners, right? And whenever we listen to other podcasts and... hmm? Maybe that could have been taken out or why is there a lot of dead air? So we know what will be bad experience for our listeners. And so we try to avoid that in our own. Yeah, that's the truth, right? Because for me, I listen to a lot of podcasts and then I encounter something like that. Sometimes I would just drop the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't even give it a second chance anymore. I don't want our listeners to do that to us. So that is why I edit ruthlessly. That's our secret. We don't actually sound like this when we record. So please. Don't be afraid to guest on our podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> we edit ruthlessly. Yes. But that's not the end of our editing because we have a ding, ding, ding. Round two. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> so once Dee is done with her first round of editing, she sends me the WAV file via Dropbox as well. And then I do the second round. And what that entails is adding music to the conversation, adding fillers, like, Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> so that dun, 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 that's actually the same music as our intro music. It's just the bass that's playing. So it's actually the same tune, the same song. And I just cut it out and then use that as filler. So Dee mentioned that music elevates our conversation and adds color as well to the episodes. And that's why we do that. And there are episodes that are more music heavy than the others. And that's because we kind of experiment on very different formats yes. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And we've kind of highlighted Mixkit.co earlier. And that's my source of songs and sound effects because they are absolutely free. So if you guys are into this form and you're struggling to look for sound effects, consider looking at Mixkit.co. And then we also have leveling of our voices so there's an app called aophonic.com and what it does is automatically it will modulate our voices so if you just drop the final episode if you're already finished with all the edits and this is just like a one-time edit towards the end it's like a filter applied to a picture but this one is applied to audio so it gives volumes to those low sounds and then decrease volumes on the high-pitched sound so that it becomes a level it's very helpful, especially at the beginning when my microphone was terrible. Mm. It evens out our our volumes, right? That's right. It just automatically puts us on the same level. By the way, speaking of music, you know our catchy intro and outro music? You bought that from somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. Where did you buy that? Yeah, so we read a lot of articles before we started this podcast. And one 
item that was constantly highlighted is invest in a good intro music because first impressions last, right? And that's the first thing your listeners would have a flavor of what podcast quality you will have, right? And having a good intro music is absolutely necessary. And that's why I searched over a paid service called premiumbeats.com. If you go over their website, they have a lot of tunes. But then if you listen to them, there's like a watermark, premiumbeats.com. <laughs> premiumbeats.com. So if you don't want to listen to premiumbeats.com, then you will have to buy the music. Okay. Now, purchasing music, there are two types, right? One is you pay royalty, meaning the more you use the music, the more you pay which we don't like because we will be using the music in every episode. So instead of doing that, we just paid one time on a, a music and we can use it in any way we want. And that's what we did. So we actually purchased the license of that intro music. Yeah, and that's good, right? Because it's both the intro and the outro music and the dun-dun-dun-dun. So if we <laughs> decide to sell Banana Q in the future, we can still use the music. It doesn't matter because <laughs> we own the license. <laughs> After the second level of edits, then we're ready for publishing. Publishing would just mean uploading our episode over the internet, right? And we need a host. We need a host to do that because we don't have our own server. A server would mean that we will have a constantly running PC in our houses, and which we can't do literally. And so to do that, we outsourced the service to a service provider, and that is Podbean. So Podbean is our host. And Podbean also gives out free accounts, but we didn't like that because if you're only in their free tier, you're limited to the number of storage space that you can use. So our episodes are about maybe 50 megabytes per episode, and then their limit is like maybe 100 MB only. We, we did the math and we exceed the monthly ration. And at the same time, they would delete historical episodes. Like they will only keep maybe 20 episodes. It's like all your hard-earned effort lost. We didn't want that, and that's why we have a paid subscription with Podbean. If you're just dabbling and you're not sure if you're going to pad feed or not. There's a free account at Podbean. There's also one link to Spotify directly, and that's Anchor, anchor.fm. So yeah, both are good. But if you're really serious about it, I would re really recommend to subscribe. And then another question about publishing. Why Saturday? Actually, it doesn't really matter when you publish your episodes, but I think the rule of thumb is you need to be consistent. You just need to dedicate a specific day of the week if you're doing a weekly one so that your listeners can expect something. There's a sense of regularity. Strange that you release Saturday and all of a sudden you release one on Wednesday and the next Saturday there's nothing. It's like, what's going on? We chose Saturday because most of our listeners we noticed are available on the weekends. Yeah, because at the beginning, our episode, the first time we dropped, it was on Monday, right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, Ray read in his research that when you first publish, you should publish three episodes in one go. At least. Yeah, at least three episodes in one go so that if you have a new listener, they will have something to binge on. And that is why on our first day, we published three episodes. And then our last step after hitting publish is marketing. Well, what I do usually is I go on canva.com to find a picture that matches our episode and then I put the title of the episode on it. And after I download the picture, I post it on Instagram and Facebook with the episode description. Since Ray quit social media sometime last year, I think. So yeah. everything you see on socials is from me, including responses to comments and to messages. 
And that's it. That's our whole workflow. Yay! To conclude this, I would like to ask you, Ray, mm. we have been doing this for a year. Is it worth it? Definitely. With the pandemic, right? It's so easy to slack off. Like, it's so easy to just get lost in a lot of vlogs, YouTubes, and then all of a sudden, the day has ended. And there's that longing of productivity. And, and with the podcast, I have been productive, right? We've created episodes every week, and it's something that I can be proud of. And people would ask me, hey, what's keeping you occupied during the weekends? And I would say, mm, I'm actually hosting a podcast with a friend. I was like, huh, what is that? And they were like, oh, we already have 50 episodes. Like, what? <laughs> so they were like quite surprised the amount of output that I was able to do in a span of one year. And then if they asked themselves that same question, probably nothing. <laughs> they don't have anything to say. And that's because we are really limited to what we can do because of the pandemic, right? And it's up to us whether we use that as our advantage or we can just ride off and stuck it all off. And I think I'm really happy that we did this because looking back, there's a real tangible output that we are able to create. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I think you're right. At least when you look back on 2020, it's not all terrible. At least you still accomplished something. For me, yes, I am really happy as well. I think it was worth it because the time I was just by myself, I had just moved to Hong Kong. I had no friends and I was just working from home. So I think I was driving myself crazy. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? So it was good because this provided me with an outlet. You know, I was actually talking to Ray at least twice a week. So at least there's a constant person that I'm talking to and brainstorming with. So you don't just rot away. You actually have to exercise your brain cells and be creative. And also not just Ray, right? In the process, we actually met a lot of listeners. Well, not really personally, right? But because I interact with them on Instagram, not just listeners, but also podcasters, right? Like Jerick, Roma, and everyone else. So we met a lot of good people, yeah. Thanks to our podcast. So yes, this is definitely worth it. People don't realize the amount of research that <laughs> we deal with, right? Yes. We're coming up with ideas every week, and these are not topics that we are a master of. And that's why it really takes a lot of time trying to understand what could be a good topic at the same time? What could be details of that topic that we can share and perhaps make an intelligent comment on? And that, I think, is something that really would stimulate my brain at least once a week. Yeah, that's true. And I also learned a lot. Our listeners, a lot of them have commented, we love the trivia on your podcast. And I love listening to your podcast because it makes me intelligent. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not just them, but also for us. A lot of the things we say here, we, we never even knew. And because of our podcast, sometimes I'm having conversations with people. And then they would bring up something. And then I would say, oh, yeah, I just read about that. And then they were like, oh, why do you even know this information? <laughs> because it was our podcast episode. <laughs> oh, and I haven't mentioned D that, you know, I was envious of you before, wherein you always easily remember things in the past. Because you have a blog, you, uh, you have yeah. something that records your things, right? And it was like, I don't remember anything. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason for that is I, I have no records at all of what has happened in, in my life. And I only remember the most recent past. And with the podcast, I can easily remember what happened because I kind of use the podcast episode as like a placeholder for an event. And then it kind of reminds me of what happened. Yeah, I think it's good that we do have this like someday maybe your 
65 years old or something, I don't know, the podcast still exists, you can listen to this, right? And you will be reminded of that time or those things that we were talking about. We have some listeners who are saying like, oh, I'm thinking of making a podcast. You should because it is worth it. But just bear in mind that there's a lot of effort involved in it. So it's probably good to not do it solo, have somebody else. And also it's probably lessens the possibility of pod fade because if you feel like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore, then if you're just by yourself, then it's easily done. But if you have somebody else with you, then maybe that's why we have been here for a year and hopefully more. If you have any comments or questions about podcasting or anything that we mentioned in this episode, please feel free to ping us. And by us, I actually mean me on Instagram or <laughs> Facebook at Banana View Podcast. And we will feature the best ones on Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it Cutie Minute. And the first cutie that we will highlight in this episode is Mark Lawrence Badayas. And he says, Wahahaha. I'm in the first three minutes of episode one. I'm already ruffling, rolling on the floor laughing. Followed you on Spotify. Yeah, this is one of our earliest comments, right? Yeah, and he's your friend, right? Yeah, and he's my friend. <laughs> our first commenters were just our friends, yeah. I was so amused by his comment that we actually used that. We quoted him and, and used that quote in our Podbean page, in our Facebook page. What we are reading here is like the first comments that we ever received when we first began a year mm. ago. So that, that's why that was his friend. And now I'm going to read comments. Well, these are friends of ours on WhatsApp. So it's Dread. She said, Subscribe na ko sa podcast. Ang funny, nakakatuwa. And Gemma said, LOL sa libog at langgam. <laughs> so wonder. <laughs> and then Dread said, Bagay talaga to sa Yodi and Nats. Your personalities are just showing naturally. I love how the convo is so fluid and engaging. And then Gemma said, Galing daw, sabi ni Ate Ai. Nishare ko sa kanya. So our first listeners were obviously people we know, right? Like why would strangers listen to us if they don't know that even? Of course, we are very grateful to those friends and family who listen to us because if not for them probably how come we only have two listeners or something <laughs> they are our fire they are our supporters for life but then we were asking ourselves are we really engaging are we really fun to listen to what if they are just uberly biased right there's no benchmark for us <laughs> to reliably use. And so we reached out to Reddit and asked people to give it a listen and give us feedback. And one guy commented, I love the use of music to connect the discussion to prevent dead air, which gives an aspect of continuity. However, upon finishing the third episode, I can only assume that your target audience is probably millennials up until Gen Z. Both of your voices are perfectly soothing, to be honest. It is a perfect ingredient for me to attract listeners. Some guy on Reddit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Our voices, though, the perfectly, perfectly soothing. soothing. Are we soothing, guys? <laughs> yes. Can we do ASMR? ASMR? <laughs> okay, I don't think my laugh is for ASMR. People are not gonna sleep <laughs> to my laugh. And then, we did eventually have a first stranger to comment. This was the first ever comment that we got from a stranger, like, you know, somebody who's not our friend or family. 
or a random person on Reddit that used to visit it. Right? And this is from A Table for Two, please. She said, So glad we discovered your podcast. Super relatable. We were just listening to episode 4 last night over dinner. Can't wait for the next. Also glad to finally see the faces behind the voices. So she posted this comment on an Instagram post where I put our picture. You can probably scroll all the way down in our Instagram feed and you will see a photo of me and Ray both doing a post against... <laughs> is this a bunch of fuchsia pink flowers? This was in Japan. I visited them. Oh yeah, this was in Japan. Yeah, so I laid back on flowers like an influencer pose. But Ray who did it better? I think we ran a survey, right? Who did it? Yeah, yeah. And I think the answer was Ray. So yes, if you haven't seen this, guys, you should totally scroll all the way down and hit a like on it, okay? <laughs> and that's it, Pansit. That's it, Pansit. Thank you very much for listening, not just for this episode, but through the year. Through the years. And there is a song for that. <laughs> Through the years I've never been afraid I've loved the life we've made And I'm so glad I've stayed Right here with you Through the, through the year, year. <laughs> Just the year <laughs> <laughs>